Hey everyone, this is Javon, and thanks a lot. Thanks as always for walking on our sidewalk. You know I'm always with my co-host Craig Siden Schwartz. Hey everybody, thanks for that welcome, Javon. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, you may have seen him as a stand-up comedian on stage with Jim Gaffigan. You would have seen him in the Master of None Emmy-winning episode, as well as Hamburger Man himself from Mr. Robot, Stephen Lynn. Welcome. Hello everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, Happy Lunar New Year, and tomorrow, Happy President's Day. We got a lot of things going on. We've got much to celebrate, everybody. It's Black so. History Month, too. Damn. Damn, a lot of things going on. I'm black and I, fuck, I kind of <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> That's why we have the month. <laughs> is it a leap year? It is not. No, 2020. Always oh, presidential years. Think of it like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, see, fun fact of the day, leading off the show. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, we're going to get right into it. Um, We have a special expert guest witness today (laughs) for our topic. I've I've seen things. We're going to continue off our movie theme from last episode, uh, but we have a master in the industry, Stephen, that's going to help us kind of understand what's it like going through trying to make your way as an actor in the industry and facing some of the difficulties, both just as an actor and as a minority actor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, um, I think we're the beneficiaries of incredibly low expectations. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So, I mean, everyone kind of has that unique perspective on... Okay, like, think of it as a negotiation. Do we negotiate from where we should be, or do we negotiate from where we think we should be? Mm. Right. It's like this Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton type of point of view. Right. I mean, one good thing about being typecast is you get cast. Right. So already there's a narrative that's written for us that we can kind of just interject our way into. And it's quick money. It's good. And I don't admonish any of my colleagues for doing it. Mm. So how do you as someone who wants to be someone that, you know, do you want to build yourself little by little to a point of fame and power where you can make new decisions for yourself? Or do you want to enter the industry with integrity and say, well, I'm not going to take these roles because I'm an actor. I want legit roles. How do you balance that line? How do you walk that, that tightrope? Well, why not both? Can you pay me enough? Can you pay me enough not to have a backbone? Okay. Right. Think, uh, it's it's possible people have taken roles like people have you know they've they've done roles in movies where they've been paid enough to be typecasted yeah. or it, to look and, like a fucking clown. Yeah, exactly. Let, yep. let me let me let me let me let me okay. So I'm not dogging any of the two films that I'm about to talk about, right? Okay. But you have Mulan, the new live action, the live action okay. Mulan. Right? You're in that shit? No, no, no. I'm oh. <laughs> no. I, yeah. No, because you I said, am I'm scre- not going to dog I am, all the movies. I am screaming soldier number 87. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. If, 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 if you didn't notice me, right? So, so here we go. Shop yourself in the background. Oh, yeah, there you are. So, so cool, oh, man. my ranking went up that's on IMDb. So cool. Thanks for looking me up. <laughs> so, that's so awesome, man. Okay, so I have never seen a Transformers film 
that I didn't like because getting into it, I knew what I was getting myself into, right? Mm. Just like when we were chilling in the city, having a good time, we went to like every single bar and then we had some hot dogs on the street. We weren't upset about it because we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Right. It's an expectation thing. So you have Mulan and then you have uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. I, I thought both were fine. I, 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 I calibrated my expectations getting into it. And truth be told, they were fun films. But one has this extreme responsibility to represent a fifth of humanity and mm. women and Disney. And man, we could do it too. Yay, girls. Right? The other film is just seen as entertainment. Okay, so, so there's not as much pressure. Yes. Even though it still has the same female empowerment message. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But one is trashed beyond comparison, and the other one just lets slide under the radar, even though it has comparable infractions. Now, let's talk about those infractions, right? I know a lot of the Chinese Asian kind of spread around the world is very interesting. And there's a lot of, uh, communities and cultures, right? I'm Taiwanese, considered Chinese, considered Asian, right? I'm a lot of things, right? So you have a lot of people from Hong Kong, right? And it's also like this like demonstrative point of view. And also social media plays a huge part in this because they need to demonstrate to the master race that we're one of the good ones. We 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 left that shit a long time ago. They're still bowing and eating rice. No, I'm not, I'm I, I'm so white. I'm so one of you. So they will pay, post on social media. I won't watch this film because it is shot in an area that is violating human rights. If that's the case, you have to apply the same narrative to other films that you watch. So you can't watch any film that's made in New York City because there were egregious human rights abuses with the Black Lives Matter protests. Right? Central Park, a lot of human rights abuses. Washington, D.C., endless. Mm. Okay? So you have to apply your standard evenly, but they don't. And it's, you know, a lot of it is about clout, too, and how much can you demonstrate that you're one of the good ones. And I think so, it's a little um, hypocritical. It's a double standard. So where does the pressure of this clout come from? So where you got to stay relevant. Well, well so my, my assumption as a straight white male in America is that that's an American mindset. Mm -hmm. But now you're representing it on a global scale where you're saying that, you know, Hong Kong natives mm -hmm watching these films, being part of these films, being represented in these films, have a social pressure to prove their whiteness. They're one of the good ones. That's that's what they have to be regarded as, right? That's what you're saying. They, they have to be one of the good ones. I won't take away your message, and it's important that you feel this way. But if you feel this way about this film, why don't you feel this way about the other film? Is it a matter of how the film is represented or the popularity of the film? So I feel like you mentioned Mulan. So Disney 
is they've changed their their presentation in the last 20 years. They used to just be kids entertainment and they came from a anti-Semitic, very, very racially charged uh, sub undertones that have become more uh, kind of pulled out and, and recognized, obviously, in the recent past. But like their older films are just thrown out there as signs of the time of how people felt or how the the, the master race felt at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas now they are the wokest of woke in presenting, you know, uh, this is all this empowerment, all this equality, all of this uh, changing the race of characters in the newer uh, movies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just they, they've, they've made a completely conscious effort to be com- like inclusive of 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 different of the cultures that they've really just right. to a point shit on yeah shit on for like it's to, to the a, point to, of a, it, to, to a point to the point of it being like almost a facade is that is it i'm in my opinion it, it's obvious when they put out a new movie and you look at the trailer and you go oh, okay that's a message before it's a movie it's in the trailer. So the Star Wars. So let's talk about Star Wars. And that's okay. that's Disney yeah. uh, IP. The, the new Star Wars, yes. Yeah, yeah. and they talked uh, – it was called queer baiting, right? Mm-hmm. When there was like this – there's going to be this homosexual uh, partnership and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be dynamic. And then all of a sudden – I forgot which, which installment, right? It was just a – A kiss at the end. That, that's yeah. right, which is – it plays both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a broadcast, a demonstration of uh, homosexuality, and I think it's very inclusive. But at the same time, did it drive the narrative forward? <laughs> did it? Was it just was it just there to say we did it, or was it you know was it necessary? Was it included in the plot? Like that? It's it's what you're saying is like it's like 15 seconds of them saying, okay, we we checked that box, we're like inclusive, so we did our job. Yeah, right? you got to play both sides, right? And as long as the outcome is income. I mean, how do I feel about the Star Wars film? You know, I mean, I don't have the pressures of being a homosexual, right? So when I see it, I'm like, okay, they kissed. I don't care. Right. But there are people <laughs> that are like, I need to see this to to, to see that I'm validated hmm. and broadcast on on the screen, right? So okay. So yeah, is that just because it's Disney? Because there are films out there in the last thirty years that are you know, uh, strong messages in the in the homosexuality movement or the LGBT community mm-hmm. where, uh, okay, we talked about The Matrix on the last episode uh, and how the Wachowski brothers became the Wachowski sisters. They went through that transformation. There's stories that have come out that The Matrix is an allegory for them dealing with themselves and coming out of the closet. Who knew that when we were watching that in 99? Wow, really? Yeah. Holy shit. So, so there is viable entertainment that's out there that's representative of, you know, different people in, in the culture. And, and, uh, so what, why is it, why is it different that Star Wars has a kiss? Why is it different that Disney has, um, you know, a specific casting move for every single calculated measure in every movie? Well, they got to put booties in the seats, right? There's going to be a reason to go. That's- and I mean, if you, I mean, hey, it 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 all depends on, all depends on the reasoning as to why that booty needs to be put in the seat, right? Like you said, some people 
they don't need it. If you like, you know, if you see a homosexual kiss, that does nothing for you. Mm-hmm. It's only five seconds. But like you said, for those people that they they want to see uh, somebody, somebody or two people doing the homosexual uh, public display of affection, like that may might be enough for them to know that they're they're being represented, whether yeah. how big or small it is. Now the question is that it, it it and it pisses me off because it's a reality is that. Are those parts being played for the five second part that that was in the movie? I mm-hmm. believe it was Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, were those parts being played by homosexuals, or was it played by heterosexuals just playing that that part in the movie? It's very right? interesting, right? And there are a lot of people that are homosexuals that posture as heterosexual, mm-hmm. like the whole. Oh, movie. it's true. Ricky Martin. It's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, right, right. yeah. And there are people who do the ex- the opposite too. It's called queer baiting. It's very prominent in my industry. That's wild. Okay. But. It's crazy. I don't know. Is that five second kiss? Here, here, like maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, right? When you kissed on screen on planet Earth. No, no. On planet Earth, when you kissed, they couldn't murder you on the streets. So it's nice to know that there's a galaxy that this can happen and then someone isn't going to lightsaber them to death mm. right mm. so it's 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 hopeful in the way that it's you know happy black history month and i've been watching a lot of afrofuturism because society has treated the black body very differently from how they treat other bodies so it's nice to know there's another galaxy there's another planet wakanda that <laughs> one <laughs> right it's nice to know and wakanda i, I feel is one of the uh, black panther is one of the best uh, examples of Afrofuturism yeah. because it's wow, what would have happened if there was no slavery, imperialism, colonialism, yeah, yeah. and we had the carte blanche to do as we pleased? It, it gives you hope to know that wow, I exist, and not only do I exist, I flourish. And I believe a lot of people did not want to see Mulan do well because for some reason they thought it was attached to the cccp no the cccp oh shit right not wow. the not the russian space program but the, the <laughs> no, chinese the communist party, party. Yeah, right yeah. for some reason they thought it was attached to it and to some extent sure i mean a lot of it was filmed there actually most of it right wow. a lot of it was filmed in new zealand it was also one of these first major films that was uh was it streamed Right, it was supposed to have this like enormous theatrical release right, and blah blah right. blah, and then all of a sudden this whole goofy COVID thing happened. So people are locked at home, and then you had to pay a premium to watch something that would have been free in three months. Jeez, no, I know a lot of Chinese families that were like, "No, nah, we'll wait." I so mean, they were testing it out, it and was, I don't know the numbers and figures for Wonder yeah. Woman 1984. Hopefully, it did well. But you, it's it's a difference, you know how they what they apply to some films they don't apply to other films. Is Mulan an American film? It's a good question. What is what what is it now? Is there any American films anymore? Here's my so that's here's, good point. here's here's my here's my is response. It, is it to the studio look, that's look, look at Doctor Strange? It. Look at Doctor Strange. Three main characters in Doctor Strange, including the first guy. The what's his name? Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Are you telling me you couldn't find an American actor to portray an American surgeon from Manhattan? <laughs> right. <laughs> like 
got I got I got dudes on my phone that are that graduated from Yale <laughs> that are looking for this job. Right. So let, let's keep it consistent, right? If you're going to make America great again, and you're going to keep, you know, I don't mean to say Mexicans, but those countries where Mexicans come from, right? If you're going to deny them entry into the country to package chicken and 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 put strawberries into into packages. I mean, let's say he got paid a cool million. How many Mexicans is he worth? Yeah, where and where's the public outcry for why does Benedict Cumberbatch have a acting job? Right, right. <laughs> where there are I got colleagues that are graduating from Yale and Juilliard and looking for work. Right, that are still living on their mama's place. Yeah, and, and, and this and, year, and, and let's be honest, we fought two wars with the English, <laughs> right? And we're not keeping if we're going to keep America great again, and we're going to build a wall where's that second wall mm. right because if you, it's a matter of paperwork and motivation and a lot of these mexicans didn't do nothing wrong but just want to provide for their family so let's give them the proper paperwork and let's make it happen but uh, we have benedict cumberbatch we have the other guy that's his right hand man um bd uh, the, yeah that guy right a wong yeah i don't so, know his his actual name sorry so we have one two three that's four immigrants taking american jobs so uh, on the cover yes on the cover. On, the cover. <laughs> on the cover so i ask you is it an american film is dr strange an american film so is spider-man an american you had, film you had a point to make about that well no so like spider-man Mar batman all played by people from the crown i don't think that i don't think that they're they're too much Amer like i think they're they're really all american i think hollywood makes a lot of movies like for me i'm i'm kind of like almost on the extreme where i believe that things will have to be independently made by the people for it to be like considered a, a cultural movie fantastic I, I i think that you know wakanda black panther i think black panther came from marvel marvel was bought by by disney like it's a great it's a great money grab for them to be socially inclusive racially inclusive and be able to be able to um be able to present a superhero or like a hero for black cultures like you know believe it or not i i'm one of those people that say blank man was if you remember the like of blank course. man was like damon wayans damon okay. wayans <laughs> damon wayans blank man was like the first black superhero that i was introduced to like mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say it was an independent movie but the the it, it it wasn't marvel it wasn't dc like it was just a it was a funny like parody of superhero movies but it was something for it it just didn't feel as commercial it didn't feel like it was racially inclusive like it was just black people that were that were writing a, writing some kind of script down that wanted to provide like a, a superhero for certain you know a certain race of people and like i think that with the way movies are made is made by a lot of american producers directors screenwriters blah 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 like it's it it cannot be too uh racially inclusive if it's created by entities or people that or on the complete opposite, it's kind of like the record industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can have Wu Tang, you can have Tupac, you can have, uh, you can have Biggie. Like, but who owns the record labels? It's not us, mm -hmm. you know. So, how can you present a story? How can you present a movie if it's created by people that it's just supposed to? The the sale is just based off of influencing a certain demographic. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 the point I'm trying to get at. I don't think that there's there's too many culturally significant films from that respective culture like mulan if i'm going to answer that question and say that it's non-american i would say people from hong kong or people from china have to have to write write it itself because disney 
throughout the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, they got all these stories from around the world. They got Hans Christian Andersen. They got Rapunzel. Uh, Rapunzel was tangled, I want to say. They got Frozen, Mulan, Lion King. Like, all these are... Sleeping Beauty, right. Snape Agent, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Lion King, yep. right? Yeah, all of the, all of these were, I, they weren't even passed down. I'm not going to say that they were stolen, but they were. It's like the game of telephone. Like it's, it's the original has been translated into something that is passed down, like public domain. Correct, essentially. Yeah, yeah. like Thor, public domain. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Thor is a public domain, and when you go to Scandinavia, everyone makes that joke, you know, about like, oh, the the thunder, you know. By the way, just a quick side note, everyone. If you are curious, Thursday originally came from Thursday. Just, I, I just wanted to let everyone know that if you know, if you ever thought about the origin of the word Thursday, it's it's uh it's like nor it's Norse uh for Thursday. Yeah, go ahead. I think (laughs) I think I just changed my vocabulary forever. (laughs) (laughs) Ragnarok is my favorite um documentary on Scandinavia. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, Mar- sh- the Marvel adaptation of the documentary. <laughs> that shoestring budget. I, mean, I don't know how they did it. I learned so much about weather and, and Scandinavian culture. Wow, it's fascinating. But, you know, what is an American film now? I mean, so Lord of the it, Rings. I mean, all of it was shot in New Zealand. Right. Is that an American film? By Peter Jackson, who is... Where is he from? I don't know. Where's... I don't know, American, oh. English. I, I didn't think. Know. No, I didn't think he was American. <clears throat> I thought he was Australian. Isn't R. R. Martin from Bayonne, New Jersey? Is he? I, yeah. See, yeah. Okay. I, I heard that too. Yeah. Oh no, he's from New Zealand, which is why <laughs> they didn't, or why they did film it in uh, oh, wow. in New Zealand. Yeah, okay. my, yeah. You know, like we're very pro Jersey, and then my homeboy's like, "Oh, hey, guess what? Did you know R. R. Martin from Bayonne?" I'm like, "Get out of here!" Oh. <laughs> You're right? But that's crazy. Crazy, huh? Holy shit. Yeah, but is, I don't know. Is there American film anymore? So it's, it's where the money comes from. Right. Who's going to give you the money to release it or to make it? And then who's going to release it? And then now. I, I remember when uh, <clears throat> when uh, Crouching Tiger's Hidden Dragon came out. Big thing. With, it was competing against Gladiator. Right. Oh, my God. 2000. Right. Yeah. Right. Holy shit. And yo, people, ah. who, people who think they're real liberal, when it comes down to the visuals, they backtrack quick mm-hmm. because what is race, right? It's just it, – it's a brand name and what is a brand name but a promise of an experience. And they want to hold on to the value of that IP. Mm-hmm. Yankees, Rutgers, Nike, right? It means something. Yeah. So please, well, crouching check. So it was a – like you said, it was a breakthrough moment in foreign films Trump. coming to popularity in the US. Uh-huh. Uh, and I forget exactly – what was the the next one, the follow-up to that, that was an, an Asian oh, film? fuck. The Lady with the Cigarettes? Is that the one you're talking about? No. I mean, it was another like martial arts for sure. Shit. But I remember specifically it was – No, no. That oh, was okay. years later. Okay. And I think actually that was after um, uh, Stephen Yen. Is that right? Uh, but he he already had come to America. He, he had popularity with uh, Shaolin okay. Soccer. And that's how he was able to produce the – uh, Kung Fu Hustle, okay. but no, whatever that movie was, the way they brought it uh, in the trailers and in the um, and in, in in all the the commercialization of it and the and the, the production of it, Quentin Tarantino presents whatever this foreign Asian film was, 
No, he had nothing to do with the project. He saw this foreign movie off the success of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon and said, I'm going to, I'm going to release it in America. Mm -hmm. And he produced the, the, the release, the American release of it. And it was brought to you by Quentin Tarantino. He had nothing to do with the movie. So just put your motherfucking name on it and you're good to go. That's it. That's it. Look, someone, it's it's not an American film, but it's given to you by an American famous person. Yes. Just like that's listen, gold. I'm, nothing, I'm good, right? Yeah. And nothing against Eminem. He's a fantastic musician, but he even said it to his fans, "Motherfucker, what I'm doing is what other people have been doing 30 years ago." But now it's okay coming from this mouth and these eyes and this face. Okay, and Justin Bieber, you know, he's I like him, right? But he even gives credit and due to the black artists yeah. that. He is inspired by, and no. So when you say black artist, you mean Justin Timberlake? <laughs> I mean, we can go back and forth about that guy and Janet Jackson, right? Yeah, so right. Which is which is which is which is a simulacrum of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it was like The Departed. A lot of people don't know it was based on a Hong Kong movie. They still don't know that? A lot of people. Jeez. Infernal Affair. Yeah. I hope a lot of people go watch it because both movies are fantastic. Right. Right. And then Minari. Why is it a foreign language film? I don't know Minari. Yeah. What is it? Minari would have a lot more clout if the the committee that doles out awards were to – consider this film for the Golden Globes as an American film. I mean, there's a standard involved, Mm. but they've decided to kind of give this film an award season as a foreign language film. That's the operative word, foreign language, because when you, the Quentin Tarantino with the film and the the Brad Pitt and the Nazis, what's it called? uh, Inglorious Bastards? Right. Most of that film was in a foreign language, Italian, German, French. Right. Right. But these are languages that are European. Right. There's far you can, more. You can say white. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and there are far more. There's far more in terms of ratio and percentage. There's far more English in this film, Minari. Than in Glorious Bastards. Right. But. But it's Asian. Yeah. So why would you ever consider this a foreign language film? And if that's the wow. case, I mean, either rescind that award and put it in a foreign language film or step it up and yeah. be honest about yourselves and, and put this as, you know, best film or just say we're racists. <laughs> just say it. Because <laughs> At least admit it. Yeah, a lot so of people do not want to admit they are in their position in life because of an unfair advantage. Mm, Why the okay. fuck would you ever give that up? So, well, it's kind of you're in a catch twenty two now. Not to cut over your sure. point, but <clears throat> okay. So, struggling to become equals in public in the industry, mm-hmm. and then finding a foothold outside of the stereotype typecasting and becoming auteurs and making your own films and releasing your own. Uh, art pieces mm-hmm. 
is that from that that disadvantage uh, that I don't know, I hate to use the term, but like affirmative action in entertainment, if that's a thing. So you're are you saying it's weighing the positive versus the negative? It, it did does did, it benefit or did, hinder, right? That's what you're... Does it yeah, does it that does I think that's the question that was raised. Yeah. So this Minari film, all right, written by Lee Isaac Chung. Okay, that's is that Asian or is that American? And then you have produced by Dee Dee Gardner, Jeremy Kreiner, normal people and folks. Christian normal O people. normal people or Christina O. Right. So where's the money coming from? So why did they get the the A twenty four value? A twenty four is Brad Pitt. Okay. Right. So then there you go. He so also, it's not a foreign film. Yeah, and he also A twenty four is also uh the people that produced Moonlight. Okay. Uh, yeah. With Barry Jenkins. But so that's what I'm saying. So if if Brad Pitt created A24 to uh, give more opportunity mm-hmm. to minority filmmakers. How about – no, no, no. I don't – I can't – I didn't speak to Mr. Pitt about why he did what okay. he did. <laughs> but how about – I? you know, and I'd love, I'd love to have dinner with him and, yeah. and, and, and chat. He seems like a wonderful guy. But how about this? Wow, this is a really good script. Let's make it. But what I'm saying is does does the racism come from – picking it out because it's Asian and I'm going to utilize that? Or does it come from calling it a foreign film when it's clearly produced by a white American? Mm. I think it's you want to hold on to all the unfair advantage you can get. and But it, is that doing a disservice to yourself? Instead of it being a good film. Why can't this be a good film? Why is it a foreign language, foreign film? language film? That's a very good question. And they don't have to respond and they don't and they they're not held accountable for doing it for answering to it right no one's trying to boycott them and that's a thing about asians and this is why right now as we speak there's a guy in northern california that was pushed to the floor yeah and now he's dead yeah whole bunch of grannies and aunties and uncles that are getting picked on because they look like this fucking face motherfucker i didn't bring covid Right? I didn't create it. I didn't, I didn't create it. it. Right. If I knew that motherfucker, you let me know. I'll mash him <laughs> up with you. Right? Your position in life yeah. is not my fault. Right? They used to blame Italians. They used to blame blacks. They used to blame Asians. They used to blame the Jews. They used to blame the Arabs. There's always someone else to exert your rage on. But, I mean, I love you enough to tell you the truth. Your position in life is not my fault fault mm. so this excess rage you have learn how to meditate do yoga do whatever you need to do but don't push this shit on me yeah right mm. so now this dude get pushed got pushed in norcal slid into a uh, uh, a garage door bus is knocking now he's dead <sighs> and he's from thailand but a racist doesn't go up and be like hey where are you from yeah thailand exactly. oh sorry my bad right you're not from here you there's as long as you're not from here that's that that's narrative. Right. So, there's a lot of guilt involved with being a racist. And you're looking for someone to blame. You never thought about blaming yourself or looking inward. Did you develop skills? Did you become a better person? <clears throat> Are you socially aware of situations? Are you civilly active? I, th- I don't think these mouth breathers are. 
Now, you know what? I just got a question um, when you're talking about that. Do you think that – I don't want to ask if you think that the producers and the shit, the, the, the big wigs at the top of the uh, production companies are racist, but do you think that they're – they're trying to be inclusive and they're trying to give fair shares. Do you think so? Certainly. But there's 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 two points, right? There's a point of demasiado and then there's a point of suficiente, right? So it's the point that's, okay, it's enough to break the bank. And there's a point that's sort of like, hey, I can – I don't want to say give out because I don't want to be a fucking charity. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But we – and when I say we, I hate to – say we as Asian people, but we got to support what we see. I did my part and saw Black Panther five times in the movie theater. I paid five times. Why? Because I made friends with a whole bunch of black people when I went and saw, um, what's that? What's that comedy that year? Ghost in the Shell, right? Oh. Right. Ever wonder how that gummy bear ends up on the screen? Because when people watch this goofy nonsense, <laughs> they take the gummy bear and throw it onto the screen, right? And everyone's having a good laugh. People left. But can you get paid enough on that type of backbone? That's an example. And then that's a film that, eh, it's got a lot of complexities, but it doesn't stick. No one ever blames this person for what they did. But you have a film that's done right. Yeah. Black Panther, and people support it because it's a great film. But yeah, when a film I, isn't so great, can you still support it? I say yes. Blank let's back man. up there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what? Blank Man. But, but let's back up there. I liked it. I like Blank Man. Exactly. You know? And I think whitewashing is a huge issue too. Well, that's the point in example you used that Ghost in the Shell. Right. It's, it's a classic Asian anime series and they get Scarlett Johansson to play the main character. Sure. Hilarious. So Best but, comedy of the year. But that's it, right? So it didn't do well. It's not regarded as a classic movie, whereas mm-hmm. Black Panther is. But it doesn't so, hurt the white bottom line because there's always going to be high level white shit c- going to be made and fucking absolute trash that's going to be made. Both will be profitable. Trust me. It doesn't hurt the brand name. Whereas if Asian people fuck up, shit. Yeah, you only got one shot. Huh? That's right. And mm-hmm. I don't want this like weird feeling of like, oh my God, I need to represent and I have so much pressure. So these these are always going to get made because the bottom line works. But in history, some movies are going to be regarded as all-time classics and some movies are going to get forgotten about. And something that's not authentic will... Okay, it's going to make a few dollars right away because people see the title and they're excited about it. Mm-hmm. But in the over time, in the history, Ghost in the Shell will be forgotten about. Ghost in the Shell will be a reason why people say, oh, you know what? That's, that's not authentic filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you what. If you think Mulan is a terrible film, it will never be forgotten because it will always have that tinge of being, you know, it was made in Xinjiang. This was a movie that was made by the you know Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. It's mm. promoting Chinese communist ideals. So it was damned before it even had a chance. Yes. Basically. Yeah. And no one admonishes Gone with the Wind to a point where it hurts the bottom line. But people will admonish Mulan to a point where it hurts the bottom line and investors will go, eh, I don't think so. 
Oh. Maybe. Gone with the Wind is one of the most overrated films of all time. Sorry, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a complex film. Yeah. I, I, I saw it a few weeks ago and I'm like, I get why people like this. And I, I understand why this is so important. And I just saw – I saw up until the middle, I saw um, – it's a very long film, The Sound of Music. Mm, okay. Oh. I like that film. I thought I, it was real good. I, I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but I remember really enjoying it. But, but to me, Gone with the Wind is beautiful. It's epically filmed on a large scale, which did a lot for cinematography, early mm. Hollywood cinematography where, um, you know, it, but the storytelling, yes, it's a classic novel and they told the story, but I'm just, I'm sitting there and I feel like I'm watching this boring melodrama for three hours and I'm just like, I don't get it. But can you like, tell me more about the war? Tell me more about the, the history, but they breeze by it to talk about this sham of a marriage. I, I'm not, I don't know. I couldn't get past the story. Are you not entertained? Well, <laughs> when you talk about the sham of a marriage, not every marriage is this lovey dovey soap commercial, right? A, a lot. I would, I, I don't know. I don't have the breakdown, but a lot of marriages are a merger of assets and liabilities. I think that's the creation of how marriage started, right? Sure. And <laughs> trade and barter uh, yeah. system. True. Yeah. And I didn't it's I true. didn't finish uh Sound of Music. Yeah. And you know, I I plan on it, but there's a lot of reasons to get married to both those women. You know? Mm. One is like real good with the music, real good with the kids, and another a one, natural spirit. Yeah, you know, and another one, you know, she comes with a just a handful of cash. Yeah. <laughs> and there are some people and I think uh, that comedian Lucy C.K. talked about it. It's like uh, sometimes one circumstance meets the other circumstance. Oh, man. Right. What's that, that line? That, yeah, that, 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 that joke. Yeah. Time equals no, – yeah. or love equals time over income squared or something like right. that. <laughs> That's funny. You know? And, you know, coming from, I guess, my background, I got a lot of people in my family that have – uh, citizenship issues mm -hmm. and you sometimes a marriage becomes a merger of assets and liabilities mm. so and you get married anytime soon me <laughs> well i ask you have you ever had people come up to you and just be like hey here's ten thousand or here's like twelve thousand to get married yes oh, fucking wish, right 100 percent. yes right it happens yep <clears throat> So damn, find me them people. I look, <laughs> bro, they're looking for citizenship. I don't mind getting citizenship somewhere there, else. There's this comedian. I forgot. You know this person's name. It was, it was hilarious. But it's like, okay, so uh, I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna drop fifty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars, seventy thousand dollars on one day, Ooh. and then possibly no. get divorced, or I can get married. Some immigrant gives me cash, and I could definitely get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh I'll, t I'll take the ladder. Happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> you know, it's just selling chocolates, roses, and so paper. We, we are a capitalist society. <laughs> Welcome to America. Right. <laughs> so that goes back to your bottom line point. That's why these movies keep getting made. The bottom line is more important. That's, that's what our value is in this sure. country. We don't care about what we actually represent. We don't care about the product we're putting out. What's the best money grab? How can we put Do it the out means there? means justify the end. Yeah, I don't care about your cultural significance. Scar Scarlett Johansson is going to sell this movie. Yeah, not every film, of course. No, obviously not every right, film. Right, right. But but that's 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 I think the the underlying message right. that we're getting at that 
kind of creates these barriers for true foreign art films or even Asian American, Black American art films to happen. Sure. It's that undertone that exists. Whereas what's the bottom line? Who's famous? What can I sell? Yeah. And I was driving down the turnpike, right? Love the turnpike. You know, I love driving. And I was was going down memory lane because I'm like, oh, I used to work a lot in Philly doing um, industrials about like uh, sexual harassment in the workplace, you know, important stuff, you know, and I used to work a lot with uh, Glasgow Smith and Klein about selling drugs, you know, hmm. you know, uh, tutorials like, hey, don't take it with uh, dexamethasone, you know, and all these different uh, multisyllabic words and they're all <laughs> like a, a monitor, right? But I asked myself, was if I wasn't getting paid this, would I dress up as a doctor and have a green screen and, you know? Uh, do you feel that? No, I probably wouldn't. And there are a lot of people <clears throat> that I've seen personally that are on set that are, it's just a check. Was Bruce Lee just a check? For, for who? Bruce? For Bruce, yeah. You got to, well, you know, God rest his soul, rest in peace. We got to ask him, of course. And I've, the whole thing with David Carradine, and Kung Fu, and it went to David Carradine. And I grew up watching David Carradine. I'm like, oh, that's fine. Mm. You know, and then I kind of liked it, right? And then I, when I found out that Bruce Lee could have done it, I'm like, oh, that changes it in a way that when Al Pacino was cast as uh, Mr. Corleone, you found out that there were other actors involved too that possibly could have been Corleone. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, Han Solo with the Harrison Ford, you found out that I think Tom Selleck was even considered. So when it came to Bruce, I don't know, you know, I don't know, because I don't know if I certainly need to speak to Miss Johansson about this, but I don't know if she thought it was a good idea to do that in, in a way that like many, many years ago, she tried to play that trans person, you know, that like biop. I, I saw that. some article. Right. I saw some article like the the amount of like black trans uh, parts that are that are right. that are passed out right. to the heterosexuals. That yeah. Wow. Okay. Exactly. And it's like, huh? She don't know shit. How she how she gonna be able to play that role? I mean, who thought? I mean, there are a lot of actors. Like who who thought that Ant Man would have been portrayed so beautifully? <laughs> by Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, oh, you're going to cast him? And then they cast him, and I'm like, oh, he knocked that out of the park. Right. But with this, what's good about free speech is that it allows you to calibrate for later. It's like, hey, let's not make the same mistakes. And if they are mistakes, let's make them profitable. Right? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know how well this, this trans film would have done. But whitewashing still exists because it's highly profitable and it's not held accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They say that Jesus was the first example of whitewashing. Probably. And I mean, yeah, he was Middle Eastern. There there is one most, most likely. I wasn't there. Absolutely. We can assume there is one based on geography. <laughs> right. So there is one recorded, only one recorded um example of what Jesus looked like. And he's skin of Bront Burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, skin of Burnt bronze and hair of sheep's wool. Don't look like the dude in stained glass. Uh, yeah. I mean, he looks like the guy we buy falafels from, right? 
Probably. Maybe. Yeah. And I've heard this before that Jesus is 100% black because he had issues with authority. His real dad wasn't around and he's late. <laughs> How is that not a black guy? <laughs> that's not my joke though, but that's a very prominent joke. I'm, I'm not trying to steal that joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've heard this joke endlessly. Yeah, yeah. And this is why James Bond being cast as a black person is fine to me. But for some people, they might have an issue with it. And you know, when these mics are on, they might not tell you the real reason why mm-hmm. they have an issue with Jesus being black. And they have an issue with James Bond being black. But James Bond, same thing, right? We We – we excuse his horrific behavior. Okay, he has a penchant for fast cars, fast, expensive cars, destructive attitude, womanizing, government employee. Wow, damn! Right? But he saves the world. Imagine if a black guy did all that stuff and then saves the world. Now you got to justify a pretty destructive lifestyle. So what you so our, what we were talking about before before the start of the podcast was apparently in a lot of black films or the main leads being black is I don't mean to speak for black films but no no you no 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 you're, right. <laughs> you're straight right, right. Um, but there seems to be like a focus of black leads that they help white leads in the film okay, or something yeah. like that. What, yeah. were, what were we talking about? Like, could you elaborate on that? C- certainly. Uh, there's a film with the driver and the... Driving Miss Daisy? No, no, the other one with... Uh, okay, Driving Miss Daisy, that's one of them, right? And I think the dude got nominated for the Academy Award for that. Then you had uh, Denzel Washington who was fighting in the Civil War. But, oh, Glory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Slave. Yeah, yeah. Morgan Freeman movies. Right. Then you, had, <laughs> then you had... Mr. Washington portray a crooked criminal cop in Training Day. Training Day. You had Miss Halle Berry with all of her issues being nominated for the Academy Award in Monsters Ball. Mm. I think the only example I've ever seen where it broke from that narrative was probably Moonlight. But then people had issues with Moonlight. And it's like, oh, because black people are, are seen as homosexuals, now it's okay. You know? I've heard a lot of black people in the community have issues with that film too. It, but then isn't that a damned if you do, damned if you don't? Exactly. Because the, this is where these mobile phones and social media come into play because everyone is looking for some clout. <laughs> people are looking for likes and, oh, man, I might get that dope retweet and blah, 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 blah. And, Someone might notice me and recognize me, and I may genuinely, truth be told, believe this, yeah. or I know this will generate a lot of buzz, and I'm not sure which one is which. It's the same thing that, like, when people, you know, there's like examples when you look up on the internet about like people who lie about having cancer mm-hmm. and they shave their eyebrows off. Why would you do that? Maybe it's because you're going fund me page. Free parking spots. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> right. There are people with cancer. That need certain things, right, right? Right. But then there are people who lie about it, Jeez. just for attention or for money, right? And then I can't tell you which one is which, but I know it exists. Yeah. In the way that there are, especially in my industry, that's been grounded to a halt. People will do anything for clout. Mm. They'll now, post anything. Now you said. Now you definitely refer to. Uh, 
movie industry being grounded to a halt now what what's what's going to happen with the movie industry is it all going to be virtual now is it like coming to america was was coming out it's going to be released mm-hmm. like non march 5th all streaming wow on amazon by the way which i don't know when you when you look at all the streaming platforms you know netflix hulu now hbo max i amazon has some really great products i don't know how popular it is how out there it is so a, a movie a, a 30 year no 40 35 year in the making sequel yeah uh which it's eddie murphy so it has the potential to be fucking hilarious and arsenio together <laughs> but also but i will say this but also it has the potential to be an adam sandler movie also mm-hmm. where he's just throwing a bunch of his buddies in a, in tons of cameos and just like a a minor kind of no arc script it's so yeah. isn't, that, isn't yeah. that the sweet spot but that's just it it's if it's a money grab how is it going to work on release only to amazon and is things like that mm-hmm. killing the movie industry but I, I have this debate and we can go endlessly about this what are your thoughts on reboots <clears throat> oh, oh you should have listened to our last podcast recall <laughs> <laughs> i did <laughs> I did. I've listened to every one of your podcasts. Oh, Thank you, this guy. This is one of our loyal fans. <laughs> right? See, if you're a big enough Where? fan, you come on the show. <laughs> Where's Holly? That's why I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But isn't okay. Let's just say you try super hard. Oh, you exert all this energy and, and resources, and you don't make a lot of money. You gave it a good shot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you exerted all this time and energy and resources, and you made a buckets of cash is that fantastic right yeah that's that what fantastic? that's that all that you want to put something out that everyone will love yeah but when you look at that paycheck you go oh no that's more important right yeah. and what if you tried you you just regurgitated something else and you just did it for a payday and you slept through the entire movie <laughs> and you made a lot of money you're gonna yeah. sleep at night at least ain't that the fucking sweet spot <laughs> yeah okay so it, it, it's 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 the momentum of racism, right? Because it's like, okay, well, one group in America, I'm not gonna mention one anyone specifically, but they've had centuries of subsidies. One group just recently became full fledged citizens. Well, well, pick yourself up by the bootstraps. How come you can't do it? And right. then they look at me and they're like, Look at the Asians, they're doing it's the problem. It. Yeah. Yeah. But you understand, like, you're now allowed to play Monopoly. And then the other players have had how many rotations around the board? They, they got Park Place. They got the Boulevard. They got all these different places. And then they're like, you know, th- it's compounding interest where when hmm. Nana dies, someone gets the house. And the house is worth how many hundreds of thousands? Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and then Levitt Towns. Moses Mendelssohn. Huh. Right. Moses Mendelssohn. But not, not Moses Mendelssohn. The other guy that did the Levin Towns. I'm sorry. I, the, sorry. That was my mistake if I got the name wrong. But in, in Long Island, they had the, 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 the busing and the zoning and yeah, the red lighting. Yeah. Of course. So, n- yeah. so now you want these people to do well? But it's- understand you are in this position in life because you inherited something that someone can accrue and especially when you look at the police and it's sort of like oh no and you know big fan of the police by the way but there are some police that may or may not 
have questionable behavior. And they're so prevalent in society. You get real stressed out and the cortisol levels fly up when it's sort of like, wow, I have a history in my family where an uncle had a shotgun shoved into his mouth, teeth fell out and blasted Jeez. his brain off, which is that movie um, with uh, Russell Crowe and Mr. Washington. I don't remember. That no, no, American <laughs> Gangster. Oh, wow, oh Frank. I haven't even thought about that. Okay. American Gangster is one of the finest films I've ever seen. Now, really? everyone has the the glorification of the gangster and the mafia, and you know Hong Kong Asian people too, right? It's sometimes you know it's it's a clash against the status quo and it's complicated. And I'm not going to say they're heroes or villains, but in this film they talked about it. And once a black guy does it, now it becomes an issue. Just yeah. like in the free market, when a whole bunch of Vietnamese fisher, fisher people, like people who fish, right, mm -hmm. went down to Texas, to, to the Galveston area, and they were just crushing it on the open market. And then the KKK and white supremacists had an issue with these Vietnamese people doing well on the open market. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Legally. Make a, you have to make a choice. It's Either, a problem, yeah. Right, you have to make a choice. Either you're free market or just admit you're, you you come from a line of subsidies. Or for another example, or you just happen to find a lot of rogue motherfuckers that want to destroy Wall Street and they come up with hedging against shorts, which were hedging against GameStop continually dipping in price like that. They had to, Robin Hood had to end up stopping those the, the rogue traders. 100% legal, by the way. 100% legal. So so there's this there's this song I really like, like, oh, how would you like if I did a you on you? Right. I forget the name of the song. But you did a Wall Street on Wall Street. Right. Essentially. Yeah. 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 You broke the system. And in 2008. That was Wall Street. Wall Street. Wall Street did a Wall Street on Main Street. Now Main Street. Main did Street, a Wall Street on Wall Street. Yeah. Right. But got stifled. It did. But no one gives issue about. Goldman Sachs and how they manipulated the aluminum markets. Right. Right? No one gives people care and don't care to an extent. No one cared about Duke and Duke cornering the market on frozen concentrated orange juice. Right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. Good Thank reference. You. Good Thank reference. <laughs> but you know, back to it. Remake. Fill me in on that one. Trading places. Got it. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Fantastic okay. film. But no one. We love Eddie Murphy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, the world's unfair. I understand. I had this big long debate about a friend with a friend of mine. Like, yeah, you make some films, make some television programs. I'm not. It's just entertainment, bro. Relax. <laughs> and then sometimes it's like eating calories, right? Like, oh, okay. I, I understand. Like, uh, I could be eating something better. But so, again, it's just calories. But then you know that there are some things that are so enriching and it's important to eat. So, it, But isn't entertainment enriching? And when it does serve a greater purpose other than a money grab, but when it has a positive message and not because of undue pressure put upon, thrust upon it, but when it's just a positive social message mm -hmm. that everyone can get behind, doesn't that kind of propel like, like society in a way? Yeah, like a, a Black Panther? Yeah. Like a Black Panther, right. Yeah. But it looks really hard. 
because of the because of the faces like on the on the poster or like do you think just the message itself that you're trying to convey like do you think well how do you how do you create that how do you create that organically all right you you mentioned but it was uh before we recorded but you mentioned how um italians weren't considered white until until the godfather three well in in the timeline right right you gotta ask a whole bunch of italians how they feel about it all of them kind of have a different thing about it and i've heard northern italians they're like oh we never heard of the mafia and then sicilians and that it's very complicated but but it's interesting going back to how you were putting uh like a having a, a black double seven right so italians equal equality in american society came from popularity of crime mm-hmm. which is completely <laughs> reversed from your other point about you know, being an Asian American or Black American. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? It's like organized crime, right? That's that's cool. That's hip. That's that's in movies, right? Mm-hmm. It's different than than Music. Black Chain Snatchers, right? Yeah. It's very but, different. But is it is it the movies that popularized it? Absolutely, because the, you know what? Like you bringing up the Godfather. The Godfather was put in in rap music in the '80s and the '90s, right? Like every uh, reasonable well, doubt, Jay Z. Right, literally, the original gangsters yeah. were the Italians <laughs> of the twenties and thirties. Literally, yeah, no, totally. Like you, you know what? And you, you had. That's actually a good point. Now you're now you're bringing me back. Like Italians had illegal, illegal like practices, illegal businesses. They had um, boot. They were bootleggers. Like you know, you look at Harlem. Harlem was doing the same shit with like gambling. They had the fucking numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were, the blacks and Italians were having illegal business practices, but one just happened to be glorified in movies right. forty years later, right? Right. And then, I mean, unfortunately for Italians, because Italians don't want to live with that that stereotype of them being uh, related to illegal crime activity. Like a lot of them don't want that stereotype with them, but it's also glorified where it brings them into prominence of movies, right? Where the Godfather it's related to being Italian and having illegal crime within your families and in the community and shit. But you know, it's, it's, it's a benefit and a hindrance at the same time. And it's phenomenally profitable. Yeah. Crazy thing. Like how many, I mean, of course, Al Pacino had movies before then, I'm sure. But, like, how many careers were, were made off of that movie, right? Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Like. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, even. Non-Italian in that movie. but Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Robert what? Duvall. But yeah. At James Caan. Everybody. Everybody in that movie had Fredo. a huge career. Fredo. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, Fredo was even thrown out a year ago as a as – a, it's an insult, right? <laughs> it's so prominent in in culture, and The Godfather is a masterpiece. Yeah, and if you thought this was a film about crime, and you know, no, you're not paying attention. It's it's a film about family, mm-hmm. enterprise, mm-hmm. and immigrants, right? That are just trying to just trying to do their best, which is Minari, man, and that's. So I'm gonna have to check this out. Thank you for bringing it to my attention. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but you, you know, you mentioned that it's. I think that's why uh, The Godfather Two is actually so highly regarded. Love that film. Because what I like to do, I, the it's intercut between you know um, Vito Corleone's emigration or uh, you know, and then rise to power mm-hmm. uh, with. 
kind of the, the downfall of the family under Michael Corleone. But if you take out, if you watch it chronologically and just watch the the the, the past cuts okay. sequentially, it is such an amazing story. Agreed. And that that is that is like that's the American tale. Mm-hmm. And the the immigration coming to this country and becoming successful right. uh, under your own will and strength with nothing. Like that's that's the American story. And in a nutshell. Was he a villain or a hero? It's a good question, right? He because they, they really highlight how he starts with the greatest of intentions. That's right. He he reluctantly was thrust into it when he was trying to be an honest worker. That's right. And but he provided for his family. And mm. you know, audience members, I, you know, in closed doors people speak like this, but it's not a a, a film about greasy guineas and wops mm-hmm. that are violent. Right. No, 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 no. It's a film about family, enterprise, and being an immigrant and the complex minutia of being a successful, powerful person. Mm-hmm. Just like Scarface. Was he a villain? Oh shit, dude. That you know what? You, you bring up so Scarface. Yeah. You you bring up Scarface. That's an Italian. That's an Amer- an American Italian playing the role of a Cuban. That's right. right. Yeah. Very interesting. Damn. <laughs> that's some shit right there. Very interesting. <laughs> and I, you know, it, we have the benefit of nowism, which is, oh, how could you have done that? Well, back then we didn't know any better. Right. You can't admonish people for not knowing in the way that when we have flying cars eventually, people are like, oh, you used to put an explosive liquid <laughs> into the back. And two feet in front of your feet, there was a explosion? There was a market on this? What? It's a commodity? Right. That's, a, that's, that's actually a, a line in iRobot. Really? They, they actually talk, <laughs> wait, he has an old motorcycle and she's like, I'm not getting on that thing. It's like blowing up right underneath you. Like, right. <laughs> I rode a horse a few years ago, and I'm like, wow, man, we've come a long motherfucking way. <laughs> it wasn't very comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But people, you know. Cross they, country and that shit. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> With a wagon, and someone would die from typhoid. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or an arrow through the head. Yeah. <laughs> you spent all this money, you know, shooting bullets and, you know, in recess. But <laughs> I, they should make a movie, The Oregon Trail. And they should cast Stephen Young as the and <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Idris Elba. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It, films are representative of who we are and who we want to be one day. So, and <laughs> someone dies of dysentery. The cornerstone of the wagons. <laughs> but you know, any piece of media represents, you know, possibly what we can be, and I hope that we don't hurt people along in the process. Mm. And certainly, I hope we don't take bread from other people's table and, or rice or whatever you want to call it, right? But, yeah. you know, yeah. whitewashing is a big deal. Hurts a lot of people. Mm. And it's not fair, but this industry isn't made to be fair. What is made to be fair? I mean, if Corleone came to America, it was like, I'm going to do it fair. It, 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 there wouldn't have been a movie. Right. And mm. sometimes were you ever put in an uncompromising situation where you had to feed your family? It's complex. It certainly is. And 
not everyone, of course, but there are a lot of people hurting in America, man. Mm-hmm. And we've had pheno- up until this year, of course, we've had phenomenal growth. But some people have had larger pieces of the pie. And with Minari, I don't think it's fair to you as the consumer if it isn't given its fair due. I don't think it's fair. So, like, like I don't think it's fair that Epstein didn't get his day in court. And it was uh, a massive infraction on society at large, but especially him. And he got off easy. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker, he belongs under the prison, not in the prison, under the prison. But people need their day in court. And as stupid, as interesting, as, as, Crazy as the sound, it was unfair to him too. Yeah, because he didn't get his day in court. So I would have loved to take it in. I was going to take it in a different direction. Uh, when you bring up something like Minari not getting its fair share, Black Panther during the Academy Award when they tried to make another category. Yeah, they try to make another category for Black Panther. Really? Yeah. Well, that's some shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What was the category? And I'll look it up right now on my phone. But, um, okay. But, yeah, so the point I'm, I was getting at is, uh, oh, by the way, so me not being able Coke. to, okay, well, we're going to have to read that later. Right. But, wow. where is it available? Where is Minari available? Streaming. Where? Where is it? it like, you have to find it. That's it's what not, I mean. It's not presented yeah, to me. Exactly. I, I can't go to an art house theater. I can't go to not everyone knows a, a, Steve a, Lynn. A, a, a multiplex in Edison and and say, oh, I haven't seen that. I, I'm interested in that. Yeah. I can go check it out now. I can't do that. It has to be presented to me. I, I have five streaming platforms on my TV. And I still have never heard of this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? Why is that the case? So I, I think, I'm a, I'm afraid that movie theaters are not going to is is going to become a dying industry. Yeah. Like there there is an art to seeing a movie in theaters and and uh you know seeing it in public with people sharing an experience having a vibe like like going to a concert there it's a concert experience for a movie where a movie creates emotions it creates um experiences for for the viewers so there that's part of the movie going experience but people are comfortable in their homes they have their huge TVs they have their sound systems they have everything at the click of a button that they don't need to pay for uh or you know it's already calculated into the monthly cost or whatever. But the point is it, it's all there. Click of a button, boom, I have what I want. So, But you're, it's all based on an algorithm of what's being presented to you. So you're staying within your own little bubble There's instead no way of going out and finding new shit. There's no way to find a Minari. If everything is like it's, – it's, it's like cookies of, of movies, right? Where like if you watch action and adventure, that's all you're being presented by the streaming services. You're mm-hmm. not going to be able to find a Minari, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good point. I understand what you're trying to say, and that's a very good point. And not everyone actively goes out and seeks things, and not everyone has rumination and dialogue like this. Mm. Right. A lot of films have different and varying uh, marketing budgets. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't know. Yeah, you are correct. And yeah, I don't think it's your job to go seek out these films, and it's in their advantage to seek you out. Right. It makes a lot of sense. Damn. I agree with you. That's a good point. I agree with you. So how can you see it? I'm certainly going to send you the email. Oh, for sure. Bye. I saw it streaming. <clears throat> okay. Right. I'm involved with a lot of groups, and they were trying to broadcast it. Well, since did you? How did you feel about Crazy Rich Asians? Um. Honestly. Of course. I didn't bother to watch it because I thought it just looked like a Hollywood glamorous rom com, mm-hmm. and that just doesn't appeal to me. I didn't seek it out because oh this is culturally significant so i want to see what it's about Mm -hmm. i i saw it as a hollywood film that didn't appeal to me so i i brushed it aside got it how about you this film crazy rich asians yeah i was vested in it i because you're getting representation (laughs) me it's very multi. And I don't mean when I say, I mean like because there's like Asian actors in it. That's what I mean. Not be, not because you're supposed to feel that you're being represented by seeing a, by a film like that coming out. That's, that's definitely not what I mean. It's multifactorial. Okay. Um, the books, I think it's a trilogy, did quite well. Mm-hmm. I want to see the film adaptation. Not to compare it to The Godfather, but The Godfather was on parchment before it was a film, right? <laughs> right. And people wanted, truth be told, were like big fans, just like Harry Potter. They wanted to see it as a screen representation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 That was interesting. Also, I felt a, a lot of consternation about this film. It's like that rookie that like is at home plate and then the first pitch of the season cracks it out of the park. You know, I think the film did quite well. Mm. Uh, and I really wanted to do well and I'm very glad it did well. And I understand there's no such thing as a perfect film. No such thing. And I'm glad it did well. But I will say this. When the lead character uh, The guy or the girl? The guy. Okay. His name is the Henry Golding is his real name. And when the guy, what's his, the character, Mm -hmm. when they said he was going to be cast as biracial, who in the audience thought he'd be cast as biracial black? Hmm. No one? I I wouldn't have assumed, no. Who thought? That? Um, but then again, I I saw the his image before I right. before I knew that. So <laughs> so he played Nick Young. So when audience members, when you found out Nick Young was gonna be biracial, who thought he'd be half black? Yeah, not a person. Black people didn't even think this. Okay, <laughs> was is okay. he supposed to be in the parchment adaptation, mm-hmm. the book? It is impossible. For him to be, and it's explicitly stated multiple times that he's 100% Chinese. Okay. Why, when it gets on the screen, 
is he biracial? Hmm. I wonder that. And again, how we started the the podcast is, do we negotiate from where we think we should be? Or do we negotiate from... To where we think we should be. Yeah. Right? Do we where negotiate... Where we want from, to be. Right. Yeah. Where we think we are or where we truly are. Right. And right. I don't know if this film would have had the draw if he was fully Asian. Mm. And the way that Ridley, Ridley Scott talked about this when he made that um, movie. Prometheus? No, the other one. Ridley Scott. Uh, uh, maybe it was Ridley Scott. It was a very prominent director. He's like, how am I going to make a blockbuster film if I have this, you know, Abu Dhabi guy name? You need a bankable star. Mm. Henry Golding wasn't a bankable star yet. Right. But he's that rookie that, you know, went up to home plate and cracked it out of the the, the park. But there are a lot of bankable Asian male lead stars, which is another element, especially as a dude in this industry. You know, you want someone on screen that looks like you so they can kind of portray this recreational sexual relevancy so that when they watch the film, they have this mental inventory of people that you can have recreational sex with, people that you can have, you know, start a family with, people who you see as criminals, people who you see as great people in society, people you see, you know, you want to paint people in a different brush. Yeah. And for some reason, one group gets the entire spectrum of humanity. And then another group only gets one spectrum of the humanity and generally isn't a good spectrum of the humanity, you know, spectrum mm. of mm -hmm. humanity. Mm. And, a, you know, it, it's also their, it's their fault and not their fault because they probably don't hang around a lot of, of those types of people right. where they make out villains, right? Like in the 80s when like all Russian people were considered bad. Right. Right. And then, <laughs> you know? and then it's also our fault for not creating these stories. Yeah. But everyone needs to be lockstep about this because the people who dole out the Academy Awards, it's not a foreign film. Mm -hmm. And if it's a foreign film, well, rescind the Inglorious Bastards. Be fair across the spectrum. Right. right. Either people I, – I, I, don't, I don't know the expression in Spanish, but either you're going to sleep – everyone sleeps on the bed or everyone sleeps on the floor. But there's two standards. <clears throat> Just correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the foreign language film category has changed its name recently, right? Like, I think so. It used to just be foreign film. So my assumption was it, it was represented by films that were produced and created overseas. Anywhere. But now if it's foreign language film, because there's a lot of globalization mm -hmm. in in every industry, not just this industry, in right. the movie industry. So we, we talked a lot today about blurring lines between whether or not it's an American film or a foreign film. So the language part of it is what's going to be the determination. But then what you're saying is that, that that's not a fair representation. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, Inglourious Bastards would be a foreign language film. Mm -hmm. So the what is your question then? 
No, not that, that was my question. Oh, yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> I agree that, with your observation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was an observation, not a question. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, I, I agree. And that, well, the Lord of the Rings series shouldn't be acceptable as a Academy Award Best Picture category film because it was shot in New Zealand. <laughs> Entirely. Well, so, well you, can, you can have a foreign language film as a Best Picture, Parasite. Okay. Um, it, you know what? It's it, life is beautiful. Nineties. This is the this is this is a verb. It's you, Jim Thorpe people. Mm, okay. Jim Jim Thorpe was a phenomenal. He's one of the greatest athletes ever. Mm-hmm. But they, he 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 his shoes were missing or stolen before the race. Right. So he ran barefoot. Or I think he or just, no, he like wrapped in canvas or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He, he had to make a or modification. Brown, brown shoot, like brown dress shoes. Right. Like. <laughs> he had to make some like modification, and he still smashed every <laughs> person on the on the on the on the state in the stadium. Right. But he re- they rescinded all of his nonsense. They rescinded it, and it was nonsense. And I think it's because he didn't win the genetic lottery. Mm-hmm. He was a Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And Jim so. Thorpe won yeah. two gold medals with shoes. Oh, different different shoes. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> someone had thrown a truck. I mean, Damn, just dude. look at this guy. He's 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 made to be an athlete, right? And he's he's like once in every three generations type <laughs> athlete. And then, you, and then you look at the swimmer guy, Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. He's great, and everyone applauds him, and he's on, you know, all these different things. And I, you know, I, I, I'm done. He's he's great, and I have no issues, right? But when it comes to Thorpe. There's an issue. Now, when it comes, yeah, so they Jim Thorpe Minari. It's not a foreign language film. So, let's say a movie is written yeah, by and, an Australian. And a whole bunch of people treat uh, indigenous people, Native Americans, whatever you want to call them, like shit. And then they probably feel bad about it. And then they have to do something about it. And it's a lot of guilt involved in the way that they've destroyed nations and communities in Asia. And all of a sudden, we come here and we do reasonably okay. And now we have this opportunity to kind of broadcast who we are. And it's sort of like, oh, man, there's all that guilt and vanity involved. And I got to do something to keep my position in life. Well, isn't – I mean, this is a whole new topic. But isn't that the basis of woke culture? It's born out of guilt. It's not out of an awakening. And it's it's an opportunity for to rectify – the past and sometimes the past may need an amendment. It's the same it's the same reason why we don't drive horses. We don't ride horses anymore because there have been advancements. The same reason why, you know, unleaded fuel was in, invented because leaded fuel was was killing children. It's it's the same reason why we look at crashes and we're like, wow, maybe an airbag and a seatbelt is a good idea. We we have to take the black box and go, you know, what are we doing right and what are we doing wrong? Let's keep the things that are right. Let's keep the things and the you know try to do away with the things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. And this whole Jim Thorpe thing it still happens, and they still won't retroactively give Jim Thorpe his due. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's an NPR thing about it. You just type it up, NPR Jim Thorpe, and it talks about it. And, you know, this is when people used to keep records with, like, pencils and paper. 
and they want to like share the gold medals with the... no and it's, it's, it's not just america uh who's a boxer uh, roy jones jr when he was in korea yeah he was supposed to win the gold medal but he didn't because they gave it to a korean guy who clearly lost but it was nations involved and, and race and culture and South Koreans really wanted the yeah. Korean guy to win instead of Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. Wow. But I'm from Taiwan, other people are from Korea, this and that, and this is the land for Koreans, this is the land for Taiwanese people. And the, the, it, it, it gets complicated, especially in Taiwan, because there's an indigenous tribe and Taiwan, you know, whatever. It's got a lot of colonialism and imperialism involved. But America, either just be honest and go, listen, this is Euroville, or try to measure up to what you say in the laws. Just be honest. Fair. It's pretty fair. Just be honest. You're not asking for a lot. <laughs> right. And especially like with the, you know, I don't know. And I'm not a black person, but happy Black History Month. And when it comes, they were honest about slaves and about chattel slavery and sort of like, okay, this is horrible, but it's honest. And then all of a sudden they, they're like, hey, we're going to write laws to make people equal and you're still not measuring up yeah no that's uh i mean shit a lot has changed in a hundred you know 400 something years yeah. but all we can do is just try to make an advancement as much as possible you know from 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 being in sports to being in movies trying to increase our representation i give you a lot of credit man like you know, not talking about specifically blacks or Asians or anything like that. Like you're honestly doing your thing for you to be able to be in so many like different, different motion pictures, portion, like parts that you've done. Like you're doing your best for your community and for yourself this, and for a greater cause, honestly. And just, you this know, is your world. I live in it, man. Thanks for creating it. <laughs> we can only do I mean, hey, man. This is your world. I live in it, man. Keep, you know? represent, you, uh, keep representing until the, the rest, the, the message or the reality catches up with the message. Yeah. I'd like to see a more, you know, when I'm six feet under, I, I hope that the world is better when I'm when I'm gone. I think that the, you know what, and I I think that this this conversation uh, today for the podcast was a was a big help because a lot of people listening did not know how many issues that there were conflicts within the motion picture industry as well as you know outside of uh, motion pictures. But this is this has been a really big help, honestly, and I hope a lot of people learn from it. Yeah, and you know. Thanks for having this community. Thanks for having the platform. It's important. Absolutely. Right. Thanks for coming. Uh, instead of a random thought for the day, well, I wanted to welcome Colin Ellis to the world, my birthday twin, uh, pseudo nephew. Happy oh, birthday, wow. Colin Ellis. Wow. People getting shout outs on the podcast now? <laughs> All, right, ep- All right, everyone. Thanks again for walking on our sidewalk. And I just want to let you know. Just chill to the next episode.